Luke, I wanted to tell you about your father, but I hear there's a knock on the door. <laughs> Hi, everybody, it's Mickey Mouse! <laughs> you can just delete that. <laughs> just delete that. Uh, Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys Podcast. This is our 13th episode. My name is Jason, and joining me tonight from IGrewUpStarWars.com, he's been telling kids to get off his lawn lately, the OT curmudgeon, Tom. Hello, Tom. That's completely true. Uh, I loved it. (laughs) Greetings, everyone. Also joining us from JediBusiness.com, it's Chris B, or just Chris. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? From Bendoms to the Black Series, he collects them all. Our good friend, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hi, whole Kermit the Frog here. Wait a second. <laughs> are we going to talk about Star Wars today? That would be kind of uh, fun, wouldn't it? We are going to talk about Star Wars. Uh, Ryan's the king of crossovers. Although I have a feeling <laughs> Tom's not going to agree that what we're talking about tonight actually is Star Wars, but we'll see. No. <laughs> More for me to complain about. Pro- <laughs> proceed, Jason, proceed. And also joining us tonight, returning for, I believe, a third time, it's Jake from Forlom to Zuckus. Hello, Jake. Hi, how's it going? Good. Uh, so you've got a new website and a new Facebook page. Why don't you tell us about that? Well, the uh, website's called From Forlom to Zuckus, and you can find it at uh, com. I'm a lifelong Star Wars collector. I'm a lifelong Star Wars fan. I love all things, but my... My focus is three and three quarter all the way. I love everything. I keep, you know, I collect all the figures. Uh, I collect everything to do with Kenner and Hasbro, it seems like, uh, in regards to that line. And so I've just recently put together a website where we just have that, like, we bring in the laser focus on just three and three quarter. Uh, There's been some time. There hasn't been a lot out recently. And so I thought it'd be fun to start a site that covered things like, Star Wars action figures in pop culture news. Uh, we have checklists. We have uh, on the Facebook page, we have, you know, some fun with figures. We have uh, collecting reports, uh, going out and finding store reports. I've got some interviews in the mix. I've got some new sections. We just started a uh, profile on toy stores that sell, um, you know, because everyone knows about Toys R Us and Target, but we're talking about out-of-the-way, cool, unique toy stores. Uh, we got other types of guides on there, too, so it's just pretty much anything to do with Star Wars three and three quarter and we're talking both kenner and hasbro uh yeah we kind of want it to be kind of a fan or collector's uh resource especially as we head into this new era of uh star wars collecting so that's great that sounds like my kind of place well guys uh our last episode episode 12 which was kind of our our journey back to the uh, early days of kenner turned out to be pretty popular and we got a lot of positive feedback so i think that was probably a, a winning idea and we'll let everybody listening know that we will pick up where we left off shortly, if not the next episode, within the next episode or two. And just want to thank everyone who did send us emails or left feedback on our Facebook page or posted in the forum. Um, a big thanks to Big Barada. He's commented uh, on rebelscum.com on nearly every episode we've released. And he's got a really great website called uh, skiffguards.com. I would definitely check it out at www.skiffguards.com. I love that website. Yeah. We got one uh, just just yesterday from uh, Colin, and he wrote, Hi, guys. Well, I've been listening from your first 
And guys, they just get better and better. I used to listen to the podcast at night, but now I make time during the day to enjoy them properly. In fact, today I dragged my comfy chair from the living room and sat in my Star Wars room, feet up with a cold drink and a couple of my favorite vintage toys, and really made it all about having some serious quality to enjoy my collection while listening to episode 12. And that comes from Colin. And thanks, Colin. He actually sent us that email from Scotland. So, all right. We also got some comment on the forums from rebelscum.com. Uh, Lord Axel wrote, uh, just, finished, just finished listening to the show, guys. Another great episode. You have me wanting to go out and get the rest of the vintage play sets I need. Oh, and Small Hand was the best one. Now, I have a question for you guys, and yeah. it's a it's it's a way you say the word H-A-N, the character, that smuggler we all love. Do you say Han or Han? I go with Lando Calrissian because he's known him the longest. Han. Huh. Interesting. He says Bisbin. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's do a round the horn. Chris, how do you say it? Han. Han. Han Solo, period. Isn't that how he introduces himself? In the yeah, he does. I'm Han Solo, Captain of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, there you go. Jake? Han. Han all the way. Jason? Well, you I, said that, didn't you? I kind of go back and forth between Han and Han. Yeah, well. But okay. I like how Lando calls him Han, and Lando's known him for a long time, so. Yeah, but that might be some, like, joke that he's trying to make fun of Han at the same time. and He knows it annoys him, so he just does it anyway. I think... I think he calls him Ham, if you listen <laughs> intently. Uh, anyway. Okay. All right. Well, finally, 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 the figures are back. Hasbro finally has delivered, and toys are on the shelf now. Woohoo! <laughs> oh. Uh, let's start out was with... Was that Tom? I think that was Tom. <laughs> no, 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 that wasn't Tom. Oh. <laughs> I think that was Kermit the Frog. Let's just start out by get. Let's just get to it. Uh, the Black Series six-inch figures are on the shelf, and also, uh, Chris, I think I saw you had photos of Boba Fett in the in Carbonite uh, in hand. Yes. And tell us about it. Um, it's really cool. It's uh, it's much cooler in person than uh, than what I saw uh, online. Uh, it's really nicely detailed. I can't really find anything wrong on this figure at all. Only the the uh, the, the rangefinder doesn't move, but I mean that's not really a big deal. And um, yeah, it's really nicely detailed. Paint is done well. Um, it has I don't think over 20 points of articulation. Um, the weapons fit nicely, proportional. It, it really really looks nice. So yeah, so if if you can get it somewhere for a decent price, uh, definitely pick that one up. It really looks nice. Okay, cool. And what's what are your thoughts on the carbonite block, the Han Solo and the carbonite? Um, it's sculpted nicely, so you know if you if you collect the figures, you might want to try to pick this one up because it really is. Um, it's tall. It's uh, it's taller than Boba. It's uh, you know I mean, there's not much to it. I mean you can't put a figure in, inside of it because it's not deep enough for that. Um, but Hasbro included a display stand with it, which you can attach to the carbonite block in two different ways. You can either uh, attach it so that it gives it this hovering effect, or you can um, sit it upside down, and then Han will actually stand the way you remember it from Jabba's Palace. So you can actually uh, place it against the wall, and it won't fall over. So uh, it's really well done. Uh, there isn't any... Uh, there's not really a lot of color on the thing via the side panels. 
um, with with all those buttons. They have some silver paint on it, and one of them actually has some green on it. But other than that, you know, there's it's just you know carbonite blocks, just gray and, and some black on it. So yeah, it's nice. It's really nicely sculpted. Cool. And then the uh, first wave of the Black Series six inch is hitting shelves now. You might want to start looking now if you haven't already. Luke Skywalker, Next Wing Gear, uh, Sand Trooper, R2-D2, and Darth Maul. I found all four of these at Target, and I want to thank Chris for sending me that text on, what was it, Thursday? A couple days ago. Yeah, yeah snagging that Sand Trooper. I think these figures are really great. Um did you see them and did you buy them? Yeah, right away. Like I saw, ah. the, I found the first three um, at a Target, kind of near where I work, and uh, I grabbed them right away. And then I got a text from Chris saying there was uh, some more of them at another Target. And right after I got to work, bam, I was there and got the last one. All right. So, and Chris, you have all four of these as well. Yeah, I picked them all up. That's weird. I went to uh, I went to get some uh, Geritol and some uh, generic uh, whiskey at Target, and I completely forgot to hit the toy aisle today. Damn. Uh, so, Chris, um, what are your uh, thoughts on the four figures that are currently available on shelves? Um, let's just start with the Sand Trooper. What do you think about him? Um, I think it turned out really well. He uh, really captures the uh, the likeness of the character quite well. They paid Hasbro paid really well attention to some of the details, like the uh, the abdominal buttons are not painted on it, and he has you know the the black ammo pouches on both sides of the hip and he has another ammo pouch that comes over the left shoulder um yeah it's really really nicely detailed um so when i saw the pictures um online it looked like as if the helmet was off but once you have the figure in hand the helmet looks actually pretty good so i'm really really pleased with this figure and especially the backpack looks really well done as well um i actually have a um a life-size sand trooper here that I assembled over a few years, mm-hmm. and the uh, the backpack I got that off of a guy who um, is part of the uh, uh, the sand trooper legion. And when you look at that backpack on the back, there's actually an old radio that they used, and Hasbro even uh, replicated that for this figure, and even has those little radio dials on it. So. It's really, really nicely detailed, and I really like it, yeah. Yeah, you know, the hardest thing I've had with him is trying to decide which weapon to display him with, because he looks cool to all of them. Yeah, and I, you know, because of that, I was thinking of picking up maybe a second one, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they're 20 bucks, so... Right. Yeah. You know, I, I did, did they say they weren't going to do any repaints? Because this seems like an easy repaint with different color pauldrons, but do you think that'll happen? Oh, I'm sure they, they'll try to use their molds <laughs> as much as they can, right? Yeah. So it might just take a while. And uh, so next, let's see uh, Darth Maul. What is your what is your impression of Darth Maul? Um, yeah, um, another really, really well-done figure. Uh, it looks great. comes with um, an extra head sculpt, so you can take the... Uh, the head off the first one. Actually, one of the heads is attached, is glued on the uh, the plastic cloak that he comes with. So once you take that off, the the cloak comes off with the head, and then you can pop on the second head that comes with the figure. Uh-huh. And so you basically have two different Darth Maul figures. Um, yeah, it looks really, really nice. I mean, the light, lightsaber is awesome. So, yeah. I'm thinking about getting a second one, one to display both ways, with the hood and without the hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the binoculars, you know, they fit really well into the hands. 
Um, if I had to critique anything, it would probably be the uh, the color of the lightsaber hilt. Because um, right now it's just a, a grayish color, but I think it should have been like a silverish metallic look. I think that would have looked nicer, but, you know, that's just nitpicking. Yeah, it, you know, and on the weapons, and I think this is kind of for all the weapons, they seem... The weapons seem a little bit uh, more rubbery, I think, than I would have preferred. Not that it's a big deal, but they they, they seem really, um, I don't know what the word is. Rubbery is the only word I can come soft. up with. Yeah, soft. I think that maybe they could have been a little bit more, you know, a little more solid. But, yeah, I really don't have, and that's really minor because I really don't have anything really bad to say about any of these figures. Um, moving on to R2-D2, um, I'm just going to say this. When I got the R2-D2, as soon as I opened it up, Two of the, um, I don't know what those things are called on his dome. The blue parts that... Uh, oh, those panels. Those panels. Two yeah. of them flew off. <laughs> it yeah. took me like ten minutes to find them. So um, anyone listening who hasn't already opened one of these, if you're planning on it, make sure you watch those panels when you open it Open it because they fly off. But he, I think he looks great. Yeah, I think it looks great, too. Um, you know, like there are some people complaining about the paint application not being uh, what... They showed off at Toy Fair. Uh, to me, that's not a big deal. I think the figure looks really, really nice. The only um, the only issue I have with it, and that really is an issue for me, is that the scale is uh, not, he's not as tall as he should be. Right. And usually, I don't really care that much about it, but when I place him like next to Luke or the Sand mm-hmm. Luke, um, he just does not look right. He's just not tall enough. And I, even though like the figure is sculpted beautifully, it has all these gadgets, and you know, it just looks like R2. But the scale in comparison with the other figures is not right. You know, if this line remains popular, maybe somewhere down down the road they'll take another swipe at him. Yeah, I, I hope so because you know, once they have one of these molds, you know, they can just repaint it. Yeah. And. You know, I would love to see more astromech droids in this line, but I hope that they're going to go ahead and redo this one because it just doesn't it doesn't look right. Right. And, you know, R2 seems like a character that has a high possibility of being in Episode 7. So it seems like, you know, someone something they could use for a long time. Mm-hmm. Something else that I really like about the R2 is that when you turn his head... Uh, Clockwise, you can hear like a clicking sound, kind of like the vintage, a little bit similar to the vintage R2. Right. And uh, I don't know if you can hear this, but that's the clicking of R2. And as I was clicking him, one of his panels fell off. So, again, the panels seem really, at least on mine, seem really loose and easy to lose. My wife had suggested that maybe I even glue them in place, but once you do that, you can't really put all those uh, cool accessories and attachments that he comes with on his head. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's so um, bad that the lightsaber doesn't go all the way in. Oh, it doesn't? I see, I didn't even try that yet. Doesn't yeah. It? Like, it, it, you know, you can you can put it in, but it doesn't go in all the way. But I guess that's okay. Yeah. And uh, finally, the fourth figure, uh, Luke Skywalker in his um, X-Wing pilot gear. Um, yeah, it's probably my favorite out of the four. I think it turned out really, really nice. Um, I love the lightsaber. Uh, you can take the blade off of the hilt, and then you can um, take the lightsaber hilt and actually hang it from a hook that's on the belt, mm-hmm. um, which is really cool. It looks really nice. And, you know, it's just a really nicely detailed figure overall. Um, you know, if you look at the chest box, it has these um, 
these black straps that wrap around the uh, the white vest. So when you turn the figure around, you can even see the belt buckles molded in the back of the figure. So it's it's just really really nicely detailed, and it it just looks like Luke, you know, like the head sculpt is really well done. Yeah, yeah. It, it it really does. And uh, what do you think the, is the best way to display this figure with the helmet on or with the helmet off? Yeah, you know, I haven't decided yet because. R- Actually, I have this figure standing right next to my computer screen, and pretty much every time I come back to my desk, I just pick him up and I just reposition him somehow. And it's just, I don't know, it's just so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he can he can really hold his helmet nicely underneath the uh, the arm. Um, I don't know if you know what I mean by that, but yeah. Um, so that looks kind of cool. But also like him having uh, the lightsaber uh, in his hands. Um, yeah, I've I've positioned him in a few different ways already and I just can't make mine up which is the coolest so I'll probably just keep playing with him for a little longer so I guess uh, we could just you know sum these up we have I guess both of us have just very few complaints about these at all yeah like the only complaint I would have about Luke is um, is is the microphone on the helmet because um, it looks like they painted it onto the uh, the part that goes down to the chin strap yeah instead of making it like its own little piece but you know that's just really just just so minor that you know yeah not not a big deal but you know i love that the chin strap fits right on top of the chin and the 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 helmet visor fits right um above the eyes so maybe the helmet is a little short in the back but no not a big deal at all also hitting shelves black series three and three quarter inch figures and man i wish this had a different title because as i always say probably on a lot of these shows it's confusing black series six inch black series three three quarter inch Let's, let's go right now. Black Series Big, Black Series Small. Yeah, How about that? Yeah, Black Series Small. Um, those figures are hitting as well. Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker in Ceremonial Outfit, Biggs, Light, Biggs Dark Lighter, Anakin from Attack of the Clones, Padme from Attack of the Clones, a clone pilot, and Biker Scout. Let's see, Ryan, do you have any of these figures? I have all of them but Luke. I- I'm pretty impressed. You know, it, number one, it was just, um, I, this was the first new figures I picked up when I finally started seeing some new stuff. And, um, I, I was impressed. It was, it was just fun to get new figures, but there's some good updates in here. The Anakin is a really nice updated figure. Previous the Attack of Clones Anakin's that we've had, they've had the, the higher articulation and the, the better, um, sculpts and everything have had like that fake leather deal for his tabard. And this is all fully sculpted, and I think it's a much better-looking uh, Attack of the Clones Anakin. Um, the Padme is a wonderful update. It's an amazing figure. It looks so good. Um, I if if there's one to me, that's my favorite figure from the entire wave. I think that's the best figure from this, as far as that. that the old figure needed an update. I've done Padme in the white outfit, but not with the midriff exposed and the scratches on her back from the Geonosis Arena. So this is finally updating that 2002 figure with the the really bad uh, arm joints and everything else. Does, does someone want to see my midriff? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, and you know the the troopers, the the two clone troopers are using the same body from the vintage collection clone, which is a great great body. Yeah, I just said the clones have a great body. That's good. Okay. Uh, and uh, <laughs> but uh, it's a, it's a good sculpt. We'll go with that. Um, it's a it's a great sculpt on those, and it's good to see those those updates in there. Um, the bigs, I, I think that's a new sculpt as far as the body. I, I Chris should probably be the better person to know on that. 
But it's like the smaller body, but it's not exactly the Luke body that we've had before. Ryan, can I cut in real quick about the sure. Bigs? I'm a big Bigs fan. Uh-huh. Um, I don't have any of the figures, obviously, because I don't collect any of the uh, uh, the modern figures. But I've noticed that this Black Series Bigs is not half as good, in my opinion, as the other head sculpts of the previous Bigs. It, what do you guys think? Sorry I'll to derail, you, but let's stop and, and talk about this. I, I'm going to chime in here real quick, and I'll tell you what happened to me when I found the figure. And uh, I walked into Target, into the toy aisle, and there's a, another collector who was looking at the figures. And um, he looked at it, and then he he just tells me straight up, he's like, this guy looks Japanese. And the guy himself, he was Japanese. And... Um, you know, I looked at it, and I showed it to my wife, who's Japanese, if you guys know that. Um, she's Japanese, so she looked at it, she's like, yeah, he definitely looks Japanese. So there's something about that head sculpt that doesn't look right. So I'm I'm kind of with you, Tom. I, I think the uh, the head sculpt this, this time is more detailed, but it doesn't capture the likeness um, as well as it probably could have, I guess. Boom, boom there you go. Uh, that's what I thought, just by looking at pictures. Yeah. You, guys, I was... I'm sorry. I was always really happy with the was it the 30th anniversary big yeah. starfighter. I always like I like that figure a lot. Was there a need to update him? Is there something wrong with that one that maybe I didn't catch? I don't think so. I think I thought the 30th anniversary was fine. I mean, it's got the um, the different style of articulation, but I mean, how much articulation do we need with Bigs? He needs to sit his, in his X-wing or stand next to his X-wing, right? Right. Uh, right. We didn't see him do much else, right? <laughs> I, I, I just don't get the reasoning behind rehashing these figures. It just, it just there just seems to be no rhyme or reason. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I think well, I think they wanted a Biggs figure out to help sell that exclusive Biggs X-wing mm-hmm. that's coming out. I think well, that's a possibility. That's a that's more than a possibility. I think, Ryan, you but, might be right there, Jason. And at, you know, at Celebration Six, they they mentioned during the panel that uh, one of the reasons they wanted to make a new Biggs figure was because they felt the uh, the 30th anniversary Biggs was too tall. So this one is a little shorter than the one before. Yeah, actually, quite a bit shorter. It is. Shouldn't yes, he be taller than Luke, though? I feel like Biggs is always taller than Luke. I think maybe, Biggs was a little, a uh, little taller. Yeah, maybe, maybe by a little bit, but yeah, um, same size now. You know, the other thing I realized with this, uh, while we're talking Biggs here, this is the fourth carded Biggs figure that's come in the regular line, and you think about that because we've had there was the Power of the Jedi one, there was the 30th anniversary, there's a 30th anniversary deleted scene with the black cape and the white jacket and everything, and now this one. And yet Wedge, who was in all three movies, has had one carded figure in the regular line, not counting like exclusives or mail-aways or anything like that. But Weird. just one, one carded figure. That's, that's kind of interesting. I, I didn't talk about but the, the Darth Vader figure. Um, I'd, I'd like to know from Chris on this, definitely. Is that a new head sculpt? Because I think the helmet on that new Darth Vader looks fantastic. I think it looks better than anything else they've done. It looks new to me, but I haven't gone through comparing it yet. Are you talking about the um, the Bespin one with the, the blast yes. effect? Yes. I don't think it's a new head sculpt. You don't think it's a new head sculpt? It just um, looks really no. good. I was impressed with it. Yeah, it looks pretty It looks pretty good, but I don't think it's a new head sculpt. Okay. I don't know. I think it has a 2005 date stamp on it, so I know that they're using old parts for that. I don't have to go exactly back. Maybe Jake knows, too. I, you know, I have to go back and look it up. But I, I know the body's definitely reused. They've had that body many times, but I thought the helmet was different. Because um, they've done a few different Darth Vader helmets recently, like the light-up one and that three-pack from last year um, were, were different helmet sculpts. 
Hey, hey guys, I'm going to plug another show for a second and say I was uh, listening to Rebel Force Radio today, their their most current episode, and they had Dan Curto on, and they were talking about the newer figures. And Jimmy Mack brought up something that I totally agree with. Why on earth do they put that big metal um, silver necklace around (laughs) Vader? It looks terrible. It does. It looks bad. And they've been doing that for years now, and it doesn't add anything to the figure. No. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, have you got... Did you get your hands on any of these new figures yet? Yes, I sure did. Absolutely. I did a couple weeks ago. I I wasn't messing around when I heard that they were coming out, so I just went right up to the front counter at Target and gave them their number, and they went, oh, they're sitting in the back. I was like, well, (laughs) can I buy them? They're like, sure. So, yeah, they just delivered them to me, both... I got the Saga, the Mission Series, and the Black Series, all just by doing that same thing. Yeah. So what's your, uh, what's your impression of this first wave of Black Series, small, three and three quarter inch? Small, three and three quarter. <laughs> um, yes. I like them. I like them, but then again, I've been a little starved for figures, you know, that's mm-hmm. few and far between. I like uh, most of them, I should say. I mentioned before, I think, when we were talking before the show, I opened up my Scout Trooper, and man, he is just, he feels like a well-loved vintage figure. He's just, the, the joints aren't tight, it wobble, wobbles all over, his head won't stay up. It's just kind of not put together very well. Um, that sounds like a Tom part, action figure, actually. <laughs> Wobbly, head doesn't stay up. I'm sorry. It didn't Ryan, come Ryan can you, you're on your way to tuck me in later, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, me, I'll uh, mute my no. mic. <laughs> No, they're great. They're great. Uh, the Yavin Luke, I think, stands out. Uh, I'm a little off by the green on the clone trooper. It's a little more baby poop green than what I think we're used to getting. Biggs is awesome, but he is also re- reusing a lot of parts, such as... I, did you notice that the bottom of the Luke is a 2007, so they're reusing parts all over. So it's not that they're entirely new, mm-hmm. but they're they're still a great line. The Anakin looks great. Anakin is a quality figure, although I don't know if I needed my number 5,000 episode 2 Anakin, but I'll take it. Uh, what do you guys think of the cards now that you've actually had the cards in hand, the uh, the, the new card? Oh, I think they're really bad. Um, <laughs> no, like really, really bad. I You know, I don't collect the carded stuff, but um, they feel really, really thin. They're flimsy. Um, you know, they, they, it doesn't feel like a premium figure when I, you know, when I have it in my hands. Um, I know they try to go for that black, you know, kind of look and then the kind of premium kind of look, you know, less is more kind of thing. Um, but once you have them in your hands, I mean, they really feel cheap, really cheap. So I'm not a fan of the packaging at all. Okay. I've noticed, um, I have a couple of the, of the, of the figures still carded. I haven't opened them all yet. And, uh, I noticed that, like, the, the corners of them just, uh, uh, really wear easily. I've hardly touched them at all, and the corners are already kind of bent up where, you know, it would definitely wouldn't pass as a mint, mint card anymore. And I've only had them for a couple of days, and I really haven't handled them much. So, um, um yeah, I thought the bubbles were pretty flimsy, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but on on the card backs, the other thing I did realize with this, as collectors, something that we might cheer about with this, with smaller card backs, comes that they can have more pegs of figures out at the um, at the stores. 
So therefore, they can have more figures out at the stores. So this might maybe solve some of the problem of getting figures out on the pegs, or maybe we'll just see more peg warmers sitting out there. Who knows? But I, I just thought that might be a possibility. Mm-hmm. Another question, guys, real quick. Um, speaking of pegs, uh, the teeny little nubby little peg holder for these figures. Any problems? Uh, you see anything these guys on the floor yet? I've seen them on the base shelf. I haven't. I haven't seen quantities high enough to re- to to know yet if they're going to actually stay hooked up the, you know, the the few times i've even seen them at the store they've there's been a few so gotcha well, but but it, but um i guess i will say that at least you know like unlike the vintage collection you can pull one off without taking them all off the hook so i guess that's that's good yeah. right yeah i guess the one thing i'll say is that um i actually just did an article on this at um forlompkis.com that compared most of the uh, cardbacks of the past going all the way back to canada to these the thing I like about them is that they did kind of get back to the 9-inch in height. That's one thing I liked, but I don't like that they brought them in. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I referred to this uh, black series as the tower card because it's just kind of thin and narrow. And also, it's it's so different from what's come before because it's all matte, whereas we're used to uh, card backs in the past that are fairly you know, glossy or shiny or bright, and these are very muted. They're very... They're very different. I won't say um, I hope they last forever. And I don't think, I think Hasbro said that they're only good for about a year until we get, um, what, Rebels and uh, whatever the next uh, movie is going to be called series. So they, they definitely sounded like, I think it was one of the Q&As from, uh, oh man, one of the two cons. They all blur together when you have Celebration in San Diego back to back. One of the Q&As that one of the collector websites did with Hasbro, they asked how long these would go. And they said probably only about a year, year and a half. So they won't last forever. Yeah. Does um, nobody, actually nobody on the call is like a keeps, is like a completist when it comes to Carter figures, right? I have most of an original trilogy collection of the, the current, uh, the, the modern figures mm-hmm. from 95 on. I don't have um, much from 2008 to 2010, but I have everything else carded. Ryan, I think I asked you this before on a, on a previous show, but I'll ask you again. Um, does putting the number on the front of the card irritate you, or are you just indifferent to it, or do you like it? I actually like it, because when I move and have to put my figures back up on the wall... As I put them in actually order of how they were released. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the release order on them. Because generally I'll put them back in the boxes to, to transport. Um, I try to keep them all in order, but that doesn't only mean, always mean they stay that way. But if there's numbers on them, it's like, oh, okay, I know which number this is. So. All right, anybody else want to say anything about the Black Series before we move on? Uh, well, I think the only thing to add is that it's just, you know, because we talked about Biggs, I think Biggs and the, the Luke Ceremonial figure are just odd choices to update, you know, because the older ones, they they work just fine, you know. So I just want to add that it's, it's, I think it's odd that they chose those two figures to update. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you look at these eight figures, I think most people can think this, especially you talking about the choices, Chris. Um, these would have been, for the most part, these eight figures have been an awesome on vintage card. Yes. I mean, a Luke Ceremony yes. on Vintage Card, a Biggs on Vintage Card. And I think that's exactly what... Fantastic. I think that's exactly correct. These were slated vintage, and then I think they were slated for the Droid Building Series, and then, you know, everything got shuffled, and now we're getting them on the Black Series. So I think you're exactly right, Ryan. Yeah, I, it just seems like stuff that would have been really, really good on Vintage Card. Mm-hmm. And then... Also appearing on the shelves, on the hooks, are the new Saga Legends figures. 
These are figures with five points of articulation. They come on the this new really small card with a odd-looking Darth Vader reaching out towards you. I'm not sure. I guess that was part of the 3D thing, probably, at one point. Reaching out toward who? <laughs> towards whoever's looking at the figure. Oh. <laughs> um, but they are only $5.99, at least where I've seen them so far. I think Target and Toys R Us has them priced the same, I'm pretty sure. Um I I actually snagged all of these. I didn't think I was going to, but once I saw them, I thought they look cool and they're they really have a to me like a an old fashioned Star Wars look and construction to them, and I think they're pretty neat. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they're really cool. Five points of articulation doesn't really uh, bother me. I think the price point is really good at you know five dollars or six dollars. It was actually really refreshing, you know. You walk up to the register with a with a full set of the of these, and then uh, the price came to like forty dollars or something. And uh, you know, in, over the last few years, I mean, if you bought that many figures, you're close to a hundred probably, you know, or eighty or something. So it was really really uh, refreshing uh, to not pay that much for that amount of figures. Uh, but besides that, I mean, they're all sculpted quite nicely. So um, I really really like those, and I'll I'll keep collecting those. And, you know, once the original trilogy characters come out in that line, I mean, that's going to be really, really interesting. So I'm excited about that. Right. And as far as character selection for this first wave, let me just run it down for people listening who may not know. The character selection is Mace Windu, Yoda, Anakin from Revenge of the Sith, Obi-Wan from Revenge of the Sith, Shock Trooper, Clone Trooper, R4P17, and uh, Super Battle Droid. Jay, so what's your uh, what's what's your thought on it? Oh my gosh, love at first sight. I know the uh, I know a lot of people are complaining about the character selection, but then again, these were supposed to be out during Episode Two. Uh, no, Episode Two. These are Episode Three based mostly. Episode Two and Episode Three, the 3D release. Right. Anyway, I love these figures. I love these figures. It goes right back to the vintage days. Uh, they are so sturdy. They hold their weapons nice, they stand up straight, they photograph well. They obviously took the time uh, to do really nice sculpts since they didn't have to work on difficult construction with trying to hide all the joints and the articulation. That they, You can tell that they just put a lot of time and love into the sculpts. I think the paint jobs are decent. I think they're uh, actually more than decent. I think they're really good. I think they're, um, yeah, I think they're quality. And Django Fett by far stays stands out as at least a winner for me in the set. They're great. I love them. I'm looking forward to more of them. Uh, Ryan, have you picked any of these up yet? Yeah, I've gotten five of them so far, and I'm right there uh, with you, Jake. I think these are great figures. They look really good. Yes, they don't have the articulation, but you know, as I said before, these are fantastic for moms to buy for their kids, mom or dads to buy for kids. At six bucks a pop, it's a lot better than a ten dollar figure, that's for sure. And they do look good. Yes, the articulation is low; it's five points, but that's what we played with as kids, right? And uh, these look good. I mean, the Obi Wan looks fantastic. Even the the droid—I don't remember—it's Obi Wan's uh, droid—is uh, well, it's only well, it's really three points of articulation because it's just the the leg, shoulders, and the head. But it it still looks good. And it really kind of brings back some memories of R two D two from the vintage line, who had the same kind of articulation. If his head clicked, it would have really brought that in there. But. You know, I, I, um, like I said, I really like these figures. Is it me or is the Yoda head just a little bit too small for his body? I haven't gotten him yet. I haven't actually seen him yet. Hey, Chris, 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 can I have some chips too? <laughs> no, I was just pulling out the. Fi- <laughs> I was just pulling out the figure. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It, it might be a little too on the smaller side, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's just I really like I really like the 
the vintage Yoda from the from the you know from 1980, and that thing has a huge head. <laughs> it looks great. <laughs> Big yeah. head Yoda. Yeah. You know, I've kind of noticed people. Some people are are complaining about these figures, saying they're not. You know, they weren't. They're not for collectors, and you know, they're not giving us figures that collectors want. But me personally, I collect toys. Like I am a toy collector. And yeah. these are toys, so I'm happy, and I cannot wait till they till they switch to original trilogy on this line. Well, you know, we have, in a sense, already got a couple of these in original trilogy. We got a Boba, a Luke, and a uh, and a Vader. If you count the uh, battle packs that came out last right, year, right from uh, Toys R yeah, 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 that's right. And I liked those too. Oh, those I, were great. Yeah. Yep. The Bespin Luke with the the blonde hair or the yellow hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good figures. And I didn't pick up. Speaking of that pack, they had a. An, an, wasn't there another uh, Phantom Menace pack that was similar sculpt sculpted? Obi Wan, Qui Gon, yeah. Darth yeah. Maul. I didn't yeah. get that one. What did you guys think of that one? Uh, it was good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Same quality types uh, sculpts. Um, only they had like bigger, kind of poofier robes and stuff. So, um, kind of like the idea of the vintage Anakin taking to taking to the next step. But yeah. Tom, did you pick up that Phantom Menace pack last year? <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> played with it, threw it away, wanted to Jason, kill myself. Jason, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, yeah. they're still showing up for 12 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. I, sh- I, should, I should check that out. I'm going to run and... No, I'm not. <laughs> Tom, pick me up a pack while you're there. I will, will <laughs> do. I'll pay you back at the stars meeting. Sounds good. All right, and then also, I know we have kind of talked about these before because Chris got these pretty early, and Jake, you probably did too, but the Mission Series 2 packs, they're mm-hmm. out in abundance right now. Um, Darth Vader and Seeker Droid, Anakin and Clone Trooper, Clone Trooper and Battle Droid, Jingle Fett and Battle Droid, and Clone Trooper, Utapau and Battle Droid. These are, uh, they're just everywhere right now. These these, these uh, seem to be hanging on the shelf a little bit longer than the other figures, I think. They're retailing for about ten ninety nine a two-pack. I saw them for nine ninety nine at Target. That was the first Did time you? I saw them today. Hey, yeah. hey, guys, have you been checking, just is Target and Toys R Us, are they showing the same prices on the Saga Legends? Are they both? Pricing like the single figures at five ninety nine. Yeah, so far I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah, and yeah. but doesn't Toys R Us usually go a little bit more price a little bit higher than Target? Yes, Does anybody see what they're pricing them at at the South Center Target? Because they seem to be a couple bucks higher on everything generally. Mm-hmm. I was expecting them to be a little higher at Target because Target's got the uh, five points of articulation Wolverine movie line, mm-hmm. and uh, they're those suckers are coming in at ten bucks. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I, and actually, while I was there today, they'd just redone the Target I was at, and they had um, uh, like a comic Marvel line. I didn't catch the price, but it was it was figures I'd never seen, like uh, Captain America and uh, Hulk and all that, but in a comic three and three quarter inch like five point articulation line with those tiny cards. I think those are for the new animated series. Yeah, I think so. Avengers Assemble. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised that uh, Toys R Us didn't have the Saga Legends figures at ten dollars. I. I was certain that was going to happen. Glad it didn't, though. All right. Um, also showing up at Target right now is the Rise of Darth Vader Battle Pack, which comes with uh, Darth Vader, Darth Sidious, Vader's Medical Droid, and Vader's Operation Table. The Darth Vader included in this set is the one with the light-up lightsaber, um, which I never actually found that the original version of that. I'm not sure if that's enough to make me want to get this pack, but um, has anybody else seen this out there? Yeah, I saw it today. Yeah, right. it- Pick it up. Okay. And, uh, Chris, is there anything new that, with any of these figures that you noticed? No. I mean, there's, you know, maybe subtle differences, but not, not nothing that makes you want to spend another 30 bucks on this if you have those figures already. Uh, Ryan is a Darth Vader 
focus guy. Are you going to get this? Um, probably not. I, I actually have the previous building Darth Vader battle pack or whatever mm-hmm. that I got at Ross for like ten bucks. Um, as Chris just said, there's no new figures in it. I actually I have the um, the light up lightsaber Darth Vader that was previously done. Mm-hmm. So unless I like see it cheap or something, I don't see a reason for me to buy it. Jake, you're I know you're a completist on the figures. Are you getting this? I'm a com- I'm an opener completist. So if I can take it out of the package and tell that it has a distinct difference from a Vader or a Sidious we've had before, I will get it. But after talking to Chris, I don't think I need it. Yeah. No visible major changes, so I'll leave it on the shelf for now. You know, I think my I not that I, I probably wasn't going to get this set to begin with, but it's kind of disappointing to me that it doesn't come with a Vader that you can like remove his helmet and put his armor on or or anything right. like that. Because that was the the Revenge of the Sith version. That was really fun and, and seemed to me like a really fun toy for kids. Yeah. And at the, at the same time when they did that Revenge of the Sith one, not only did they have the build your own Vader figure, whatever, where you could snap the stuff on Anakin, but then there was another in the regular line, the carded line, there was a, an Anakin figure that you could have... You know, toasty Anakin, where he was really burned up and uh, uh, missing limbs and everything, and then you could put him in his cloak and everything, and have him regular Anakin. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of nice because you could put that on the table as well, so you could do the whole process of mm-hmm. building Vader. Um, I thought that was cool, but yeah, this is kind of. I mean, with, does that figure even strap to the table, Chris? It does, but it's awkward because the lightsaber, you know, is permanently attached. Right. But it does fit, though. Huh. It's awkward, though. Speaking of Darth Vader, do you guys remember that at Toy Fair they announced a, like, four-pack of the evolution of Darth Vader? It was supposed to be coming out that takes three versions of Anakin's from Phantom and Episode 2 and 3. Yes. What what happened to that? Where's that? I didn't hear anything at either convention the last couple weeks. Maybe it just... Uh, we, some of that stuff from Toy Fair just never happens. You remember a couple of years ago they had that like constructs line or something like that, where it was like you could build your own stuff or something. Oh, and, I, yeah, I completely forgot about that. They, they showed that, and we've never seen it. That, that's fine with me. Yeah, I didn't see like it was something too interesting, but it never happened. It never materialized. Tom's still bitter about it, though. Uh, of course he is. Speaking of Tom, Tom, did you know that the new 12-inch figures are also out, uh, featuring Darth Vader, <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi from Revenge of the Sith, and Anakin, who changes into Darth Vader? Yes, uh, Obi-Wan uh, helped me out this uh, <laughs> afternoon. I can, I can happy to tell you guys that I do not have any problems with my prostate. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Ryan, you did you you found these right? Uh, yeah, I have the Vader and the Obi Wan yet. I don't have the Anakin transforming the Vader quite yet. Tell, but, us, uh, tell us about the uh, the Vader and the Obi Wan because I haven't seen these. I haven't actually seen these myself on the show. The Obi Wan, uh, I haven't done a side by side comparison, but the body looks like it's exactly the same as the previous Anakin. Um, but the head sculpt on the Obi Wan is fantastic. It looks like Ewan McGregor. I, I think it's really well done. Um, the Darth Vader looks good. Um, his helmet looks like it might be somewhere between a Dawn Post helmet and a regular helmet, but because the the back part of the helmet doesn't seem to go down far enough, but it still looks really good. Uh, I, you know, in all honesty, even though it's fully molded, I think it looks better than that first Hasbro 12-inch Vader from '95 with yeah. that tiny little helmet. Mm. Um, but you know, I, I've, I've heard you're, people you're call comparing these crap to crap, right? Thanks, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I've heard people compare these to shampoo bottles and that sort of thing, but I mean, <laughs> applause. <laughs> no, 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 applause. Okay, if, let's take applause there, Tom. So we spent uh, well, 
I did anyway. Uh, the applause deals were like twelve to thirteen bucks uh, fifteen years ago to buy, and uh, these are ten dollars and they're articulated. The applause was never articulated, and, and I think you really got to go with like the sculpts are are pretty good. And for a twelve-inch figure at ten bucks, I think these are great. I mean, I I, I like the idea. I I don't think they're going to release a ton of them. I mean, they're just doing two at a time right now, but um, I think they're kind of cool. But it, for a, a cheap little extra thing to add to your collection, I'm not saying that these are going to be you know sideshow quality by any standard or Hot Toys or anything like that. But uh, the for what they are, they're really good. Yeah, I think um, you've swayed me, Ryan. I think I'm going to go out and get these. Yeah, I. <laughs> I I kind of like them too. They they're really toy. They really do look like like toys and 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 you know they are kind of crappy at the same time, but they're fun. I don't know how. I don't see this. I don't see this line having much legs. Who knows if they'll make many more? But Ryan, didn't you didn't you say that Hasbro said they were going to try to keep doing these and improve the sculpts and? Yes, when I talked to um, Jin Han at the um, or is it Han Jin? I don't remember. Um, at San Diego, they were saying that their their goal is to have these as being high quality sculpts, much like the um, the Saga Legends figures, but in twelve inch scale. Uh, um, yes, they're you know not much articulation, and they fit in those tiny boxes, so their arms are always going to be kind of straight down like that. But these are uh, they are what they are, and I think they're kind of a cool thing. I think a lot of collectors I've seen. I, I'm going to go on everything here. I've, lot, I've seen a lot of Hasbro bashing lately. Um, with the low articulation, uh, with the selection of um, the figures in the Black Series and stuff like that, the small Black Series. And I think some of this stems from, you know, the, the ridiculousness of trying to get some of the previous figures and then the long time without anything. And so people are a little upset, but I think people are bashing a lot of this stuff without ever seeing it or understanding or even remembering why most of us collect Star Wars to begin with. I mean... We, we talked about it last week, let's face it. We collect Star Wars because we loved those action figures as a kid. And, you know, we were really happy with five points of articulations on our figures. We were happy with, with what we got and, and how they worked. And we weren't really looking... As kids, you know, did you have your, your Tatooine Luke and go, gee, I wish they'd do an update of this figure that looked better or looked more like Mark Hamill or, you know, had more articulation... I know some of us got into G.I. Joe because they had more, a little more articulation and you could have a meal and things like that. But, I mean, this is kind of hearkening back to our childhood in these, and I don't understand why people are just bashing these like crazy without really checking them out and realizing that this is kind of, and Hasbro even said this, it's kind of like continuing on with that Kenner idea from the vintage stuff. And the, uh, the Anakin that changes into Darth Vader, that is a fun toy. You can push the button. It says all kinds of lines from the movies. And they actually did use um, the movie dialogue. You know, they didn't get, like, a Hasbro employee <laughs> to record the dialogue, which was pretty good. And if you put different parts of his armor on, he says different things. Um, so it's, I think it's pretty fun, especially for a kid. I can see a kid uh, spending some time with this figure and, and, and enjoying it. Well, and that's what it's all about, right? I mean, you know, it's a toy, and it's made for the kids. And... You know, talking about those those ten dollar twelve inch figures. Speaking from a parent's point of view, you know, like if if you can get your kid a a Darth Vader figure which is tall and doesn't break the bank, you know, um, I mean, there's nothing better for a parent, really. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the kid's going to be happy having a, a, a 
big, tall Darth Vader figure, you know? Yeah. Yep. And as a parent, you don't have to worry about the kid just banging the crap out of it, you know? So Speaking for having a three- and a six-year-old, these 12 inches are meant to, well, at our house, they're in the bathtub, they're in the sandbox in the backyard, you know. That's they don't awesome. Need... I love hearing that, Jake. I absolutely, absolutely love hearing that. Absolutely. Yeah, so these don't need to be super, <laughs> super uh, authentic and articulated because they're being dragged around like a literal ragdoll. Tom takes I, the Obi-Wan I, Kenobi in the bathtub with him, too. I was just going to say, that's why, I was, that's why I was cackling like a little kid over here. <laughs> Although that but Ryan, those kids it? took our action figures to the bathtub. We, you know, we we have that R two D two whose sticker came off because he went in the bathtub once or something. We all play with our figures in the bathtub, right? If you I, guys, I if you guys remember the figure, uh, the figure, the photo that I posted on IGrewUpStarWars.com a few months ago? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Yes. Yeah. Case in point, boys. Daryl did mention, I think, at another Q&A at one of the conventions last couple of weeks, that um, they did find the first wave of 12-inch sculpts a little lacking, and they're hoping to get them up to par to what kind of the Saga uh, Legends series is going to be. Why would they start so crappy, though? (laughs) If they're saying, saying, we can do better, we'll do better next time, why don't they just wait and get it right the first time? You know I, why? They have to cut a huge check to Lucasfilm right. every month. And they yeah, have that is true. And I heard, yeah, I heard, I heard they, they, uh, they can't recently, argue with that. They recently, um, going back to Rebel Force Radio, which I mentioned a little while ago, um, uh, Dan Curto and Jimmy Mack were talking about uh, Hasbro um, renewing uh, the Marvel and Star Wars license and getting things in sync. And I guess they, they really do need to pay um, Disney quite a large chunk of change to keep these licenses. So. Well, they just tacked on, what was it, like $225 million? That's exactly what I heard. Yeah, yeah it's 2020 now. Yeah. That's, inc- that's incredible. Yeah. Um, I-, I can actually tell you why the first ones were not so good. Um, I, when I was talking to Jin Han, he, he told me, he said that one of the reasons, because he, he just came on board. Um, he was brought on after those first figures were done, and since he's taken over and he's kind of in charge of that stuff, that he's bringing up the the higher quality of those figures, so that's why we're starting to see them get better. It, it has to do with some personnel that were in there, and they've gotten some different people in there who want to make it better. Let me tell you, you want to look at a figure that's going to make those twelve inches look like sideshow. Is look at the transformer versions. Look at the. I haven't Bumble seen those feet. yet. <laughs> well, it is the worst thing possible. Are they tall and skinny? Yes. Oh, wow. I took a picture. I lined up a uh, clone trooper, a snake eyes, or a storm shadow, a transformer, and I think an iron man. I'll have to post it for you guys you later. you post that. Yeah, but the bumblebee is just the worst possible thing you could <laughs> imagine. <laughs> they, Looks um, like we're getting back to close enough is good enough. When I when I was in Target today, I saw the, the Hulk from this you know Titan 12-inch line, and it looked cool. Like It didn't look great, but it just really had a fun look to it so yeah i, I think i saw that today too it was, it was hard not to and i don't collect marvel figures but it was it was it was hard not to pick it up because it did look looked fun it's like a fun toy okay so let's uh let's move on a little bit um so um also shipping this week is the amazon.com exclusive slave one in the vintage um, packaging the vintage box and some early reports have showed these um not arriving in the best condition. In some cases, um, they were actually 
just shipped in the vintage box. Like, the shipping labels were just slapped on the vintage box itself, and they've arrived like that. Um, I pre-ordered mine quite a while ago, and I'm hoping that's not how mine arrives. It's supposed to arrive this week. Um, but I guess other people have seen theirs arrive in a white um, Hasbro box that goes around the vintage packaging. So I'm really hoping that's how mine is packed. Um, Chris, I know you haven't ordered this yet, but you're going to. Are you interested in, in the condition of the packaging, or is it just the loose vehicle that you wanted? Um, no, if if I am going to order this, it's just purely for the box, really. You know, the box art. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, the box condition is really important for me when it comes to this. So they, they better make sure that it's <laughs> in condition. Right. And do you know if it, so if it, if it arrives all banged up, will Amazon take the box back or will they take it back and, and resend you a, a better one? I'm pretty sure they do. One thing that Amazon is known for is their customer service. Uh-huh. So, you know, you, you always hear about, you know, people ordering individual figures and they just ship them out in like, you know, uh, flimsy envelopes. But the thing is, though, when you complain about it, and, and you tell them that you're unhappy with it, they usually try to fix it right away. So they, I've had just really, really good experiences with them. So, yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure that they'll, uh, they'll exchange it for you. All right. At least take it back. So. <laughs> yeah, well, let's hope so. Mine is scheduled to arrive any day. Hey, Ryan, did you, get a, did you happen to get a decent look at the Han and Carbonite? Is it? Uh, I'm curious if this is the same uh, sculpt that was in the 2006. Uh, no, it's new. It's all new. I actually did get a great picture of it. I posted it on our page uh, close up of mm-hmm. it. You can even read the numbers on his forehead for whatever <laughs> that they've wow. got. But um, it looks like it's about the size of the Jar Jar and Carbonite from the previous uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like it's about that size, so I, I, that's about what I'm expecting. In fact, I've taken that Jar Jar and to see how it fits in. So there's a couple places you could see where it would fit on the, the Slave 1, and I've used the previous Clone Wars Slave 1, and it fit really well in those areas. So that's I think it's about that size. Okay. Another thing that's popped up in, within the last couple of weeks is uh, some new five-packs from Hasbro. These five-packs focus on the Battle of Geonosis from Episode 2. Pack 1, and I'm going to have a little trouble reading these names because uh, these are kind of new to me, but Pack 1 contains Q Mars Radath, Kat Kyun, Seelie Kengen, and Clone... I'm sorry, Chris? I said Kisuntai? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say and, and Bob, but... And, and Clone Captain Devis. Uh, the second pack contains Jeff Jet Gypsol, <laughs> Sarissa Jen, Roan Shring, and Clone Commander Ponce. Now, this makes me um, kind of long for the days when they would call people like, you know, Sharkhead Man or something. You know, like, this is kind of... Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I wish they would actually really wish they would simplify the names kind of like they did in the 70s and 80s. Because um... Well, I mean, other than that... <laughs> Let, let's go even as far as, you know, if we go back to the original trilogy, our, our first figures. We had Luke, right? That's yeah. a real name. We have Ben, or Obi-Wan, but Ben is what he's called. We have Biggs. Okay, we don't know too many people named Biggs. We have Wedge. These are fairly simple names, that type of thing. Leia, Han. But somewhere in there, it's like every character in the Star Wars universe has to have an apostrophe in the middle of their name now, and... Just weird stuff. I don't know if this is comes from West Ed or what it is, but it's kind of strange. That's one of the problems I always have with the expanded universe is that the names are just so too too funky for me a little. Yeah. 
Now, to me, these packs look like leftovers from the uh, Arena two packs from two or three years ago. Is that what these look like to you guys, or what do you? This, this yeah. just seems odd to me. But well, aren't they probably a quick fix? What are they? Probably mostly just a new head and. No, there's actually some slightly newer sculpts in the body, although because I, I was looking through them, and it looks like there's some new things in there. Most of it is just the head, yes. But and these are super, artic- or, you know, yes. super articulated figures. Do you guys think that these were in the works to maybe coincide with Attack of the Clones coming out in theater when they thought it was? Or yes, very likely. Yeah. Yes, um, I do like that. There's a couple of characters like there's the gal with the braided hair up over her head that was you see her pretty prominently in the in the Battle of Geonosis. Mm-hmm. So I like seeing like those type of figures. They've done some of that are just very background. It's like you you have to really look for them in the, in Attack of the Clones. But characters like that, that which right there, it's like okay, well, it's kind of cool. I like that. Does anyone know how these are getting distributed? Are these uh, exclusive anywhere? Or what, where are these? I thought they were Toys R Us, aren't they? I thought this those are just uh, oh yeah, they, I'm pretty sure they're Toys R Us actually because um, I think Star Wars Figuren uh, is is the the German site that leaked those pictures, and I think um, the guy who runs the site is. Uh, affiliate with Toys R Us, so um, I'm just guessing here, guys. So yeah, I think um, very likely Toys R Us. Let me take a look. I I have these listed at forlomkis.com. It's a Gold Fives report, and yeah, it looks like for the Saga series, which these of course are. Yeah, I think they are Toys R Us. Oh no. You know what? I don't have a name attached to them yet. Yeah, I know so, the the recent story that came out was Canadian Toys R Us, but I seem to remember the they showed these at Toy Fair or something, or there was some point they were, these were talked about or shown somewhere, and it was a Toys R Us deal, much like how we had the Ewoks and Pilots last year. You know, I'm usually happy when they when they put new characters out. I, I, I do like that these are new characters and not just you know re, redos. But just looking at the packaging and looking at the character selection, I don't. I just don't see these uh, selling well. I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll be all over that. Whether they sell well or not, I'm not sure. But I think um, those sets are fantastic because, you know, they are new characters mm-hmm. or never-before-done figures, basically. Yeah. Um, so, and they're from a, you know, a fairly big battle scene from, from the movies. So I'm pretty excited about those. Jason, yeah. you think these are going to be toasting on the, uh, on the shelves a bit? I do. I think these are going to join the. Uh, if, these, if these are at Toys R Us, I think they're going to join their um, uh, Pod Pod Racer sets and their uh, Rebel Pilot sets. I think they're going to. I think they're going to sit. Still, you know, like I said, I still, I'm still glad they're putting out new new characters. We don't have, but um, hmm. yeah, it's, I think it's, ahead, I think Jake. other than the Seeker Droid that came in the mission packs, these are like going to be just about the only new figures that's coming out in the whole Saga Legends wave because. Wave 2, the previews we've seen for the first wave of 2014, the second set of uh, mission series, it's all just figures we've got before in different versions. So this is definitely going to be... And also the unique thing is that these are super articulated. They're not the basic articulation, which most people said everything, you know, which we're thinking the Saga Legends would only be. These are super articulated. Beyond what we've seen at uh, Comic-Con and Celebration Europe... um you know, what do you think is next? I think it's going to be a mixed bag. I think, honestly, that because we were getting lots of focus on Episode 2 and Episode 3 here in the Saga series, and then we're getting lots of OT, or some OT, 
And I think it's going to be a continued mixed bag. I think you're going to get figures from the Clone Wars and Episode 1 and Episode 6. And I think there's not going to be a lot of, like, theming. Like, it seems like it's going on pretty heavy right now. Mm. I foresee just, you know, a little bit of everything. And that's what I would personally like. I I, I like having kind of a mixed bag. Are there, are there any specific characters that you're really hoping they'll get to before the new movies start? Well, they said we're getting torn far, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say that? Yes. She's always been high oh, wait, on my they list. Wait, they haven't confirmed it, but it was on the rumor list that it had Darth Plagueis in there, so... Yes, okay. So that's a that's a good chance now that we know we're getting Plagueis. Torn Far is definitely one. I, I'll be honest, I like an EU figure because just like we've mentioned, you know, we've been talking about, we have all these figures already. So I like new figures, and I even like expanded U figures. So I wouldn't mind seeing just about anybody. They can go back to the Marvel comics. They can go to the new comics. I love the legacy Star Wars comic. They can make anything from there, and I'll buy in a heartbeat. Ryan, are there any figures you're hoping they get to before the new movies start coming out? Um, I, I've had, you know, like uh, uh, Lars is one I've been wanting, but I, I know Hasbro said they're, they're not, they don't have any plans for him right now. It's There's nothing really that, to me, says you know, must-have figure at this point. We've gotten Acmina. so much that's there. I mean, uh, you know... Acmina. <laughs> I think Lars is about the, the only kind of close-to-main character or, you know, you know speaking part character that we've never had before. So... There's not much to do. It's kind of almost nice that we're having new movies coming in in two years because there's going to be new characters that they can make figures of at that point. Yeah, I mean that really just says a lot right there. I mean, if if we can't even think of new characters that we really want, really means that we really need some new movies to come out. Well, and for vehicles, well, what about for... the rebels? What's that? What about that show? Right. We're going to generate some figgies, right? And and, yeah. and basically, I'm just saying, you know. Figures you want that they haven't got to yet, you know. Oh, okay, I see. I yeah, Rebels. I think Rebels probably will bring a whole bunch of new new characters in. Yes, Chris. Um, any 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 uh, figures you're hoping they get to before um, the new movies start launching? I think Chris wants a new Shizar. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> he gave us a new Shizar a couple of years ago. Yep. I hope I I hope that Hasbro is going to focus heavily on the original trilogy next year. I really hope so because you know once. Once um, Rebels is out, and then Episode Seven, and then all these spin-off movies, we're gonna get so swamped with sequel stuff and and animated TV show stuff that you know the room for the original trilogy is gonna get slimmer and slimmer. Mm-hmm. And so I do want to see the Cantina aliens um, that we haven't gotten yet. I do want to see more of the Chapa Palace figures that we haven't seen yet. I mean, there's still there's still quite a few left. Uh, probably close to about ten figures or so. I, I know Hasbro is not going to do them all, but you know, give us a few more of those, and I'll be happy. And um, yeah, I really hope they're going to focus on the OT next year. So that's my hope. Have you guys seen um, the? Uh the prequel trilogy and the in the original trilogy, it looks like they're going to get repacked soon. Yeah, on Blu-ray, yeah. Yeah, on yeah. Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do you remember when the the movies originally got put on DVD in two thousand four? Was it two thousand four? Uh, yes. And they did that big original trilogy collection push, like you know, the packaging, and they really focused heavily on the original trilogy. 
I was kind of hoping that with the re-release of these Blu-rays that they'd try something like that, although, you know, it may there may not be enough time. No, I don't think that's going to happen. No. But we might see some of those, you know, Walmart three-packs, mm-hmm. you know, to go along with that, which is probably going to be, you know, re-releases, yeah. um, repacks or repaints or whatnot. But I would say we'd rather see something like that than an entirely dedicated toy line for that. Okay. But, you know, there have been rumors about the original trilogy coming out, unaltered, on Blu-ray, right? Yeah. Yeah, but does, does, it, does anyone think that, that that new Blu-ray set is going to be the Unaltered Trilogy? or No. No. Same old, I think. All right. You think it's going to be enhanced yet again? Well, Lucas isn't in charge of it anymore, so... I, I personally, this is my, and I have no idea, but my thought is that they will not enhance it anymore, that the only changes to be made to it now are to be reverting to its original state. I, I really can only see them doing that now. Yeah, I agree, Jason. And okay, and something else I want to talk about tonight. I didn't put it on the list that I sent you, and this is this is directed to to, to Tom more, but all of us, I suppose. Um, there are a couple of toy companies out, some smaller companies. One's called Super Seven, and the other's called uh, Zyka, and they are making Kenner type figures um, just for collectors. The Super Seven is making the. Uh, alien figures that Kenner was going to originally make and they're going to offer those for about $20 each and they've done some other promotions for the for the line and Zyka is doing $6 million man figures uh, in Kenner style as if Kenner would have done them. I'm curious to know if you guys think it might be a good move for Kenner, or, I'm sorry, for Hasbro to try something similar with Star Wars. And I'm talking going going further than they're going with the Saga Collection, because, you know, the Saga Collection, while it, it, it's kind of like the vintage figures, I'm talking about sculpting, sculpting some figures from the original trilogy, most likely, that really look like they could have been sculpted back in the 70s and 80s, and maybe releasing them on vintage cards at a premium price just for collectors. Do you think that would be a good idea? Do you think that would be welcomed? Or do you think that's something nobody really wants? And Tom, I will start with you on this one. Interesting, interesting. I like the fact that uh, these aliens figures and these um, uh, the million, $6 million man mm-hmm. uh, figures are coming out. That's that's awesome because we didn't we never saw those as kids, and I sure as heck would have gotten them. Actually, the $6 million man figures remind me a lot of the uh, Adventure People figures from uh, way back when. Uh, but uh, uh, dumbing down uh, figures, uh, you know, it's it's already known, apparently, as Ryan said, that, you know, these, these five points of articulation are really not all that interesting for most collectors. Uh, I don't think a lot of the vintage collectors are really going to dig this, me included, if they would make a move like this, because... They're still modern figures. Mm-hmm. If we didn't see them when we were kids, they're modern figures. So, but what if they did like a Tarkin, a Slave Leia, a Rebel Fleet Trooper, um, Sand yeah, Trooper? I'm, it's not vintage. No, I'm not. I'm not interested. Ryan, I I like the idea, but I can see a lot of people being like Tom and and not really being interested. I mean, we, we've seen enough people in the last few years saying they've crapped on my childhood or whatever, and. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing that sort of thing, but and I could totally see, especially you know people from Tom's viewpoint that that are really vintage collectors, not being really interested in it because like, well, these aren't real vintage figures and that sort of thing. For a lot of other people, 
I would like it. I, I mean, I think it'd be kind of cool. And the only thing is, like Tom said, because we have a modern line, whereas these are going and doing something that was to be done and then wasn't done. Um, and there is no real modern line for, for an Aliens line or a $6 million man line. So it, that does make a difference. I mean, if they were to go back and, say, take the sculpts for Gargan or... Um, the Luke Jedi, the Luke and Robes ESP right, figure. Right, right. You know, some of those unproduced figures they never did, or uh, even better yet, uh, the Ewoks and droids figures that were never done. Yeah. Um, to go back and, and do those off those original molds and on cards and everything, uh, I think that would be a better way to go. I mean, even if they wanted to do Kenner's crazy weird line, which had like the Leia Bosch with the G.I. Joe helmet and the giant cannon on her back and stuff like that, that we saw in Toe March years and years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. Some of those ideas. Um, but I'd rather, if they were going to do something like that, I really would rather it be unproduced stuff where they had molds, they had planned to make it, and they just never got around to producing it. I, I want. I'm still holding out for a Mongo beef eater man. Mon- Mongo beef eater. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Tribesman. Mondo. There you go. Head tribesman. Drake coming through. <laughs> like you're... I'm making that figure. Chris, would would you be would you be in favor of them doing a uh, return to the 70s or 80s type Star Wars line? Um, I I personally would. Yeah. And when I um when I went to Celebration Six last year, that was that was one of the questions I asked Elder Priest. But I didn't ask them about whether they're going to make or whether they intend or have plans or they have discussed making figures from the 70s um, and, and re-release them. I asked them for, for prequel figures, whether they would consider prequel figures with the same sculpting sensibilities that they used on the figures that they had in the 70s and the 80s. And um, they said no. And, uh, you know, they, they basically, he basically said that they... They are a toy company, and even though there's a you know a, a collector's market, and they know they have collectors that they need to cater to, um, their main audience are the kids. And when they developed the, uh, the Saga Legends line, they 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 knew they have to go back somehow to make it more kid friendly and more affordable. So they took a look at the Kenner figures, and they realized they okay, five points of articulation, but they also realized that the the sculpting um, with with nowadays kids um, is not satisfying enough anymore. So the kids um, nowadays are more focused on details and that, so, such things. So so yeah, that, that was their that was their answer. And um, I personally, I would have loved to see them go back and uh, add some figures, but not necessarily Tarkin and and those figures. I would have liked to see a tie-in with prequel characters to basically have, you know, release another 90 figures or something over the years and then have both trilogies kind of, you know, flow together. But again, that's, I know that's just me and it's probably a lot of people go like, what, prequel figures in, in that Kenner style? But yeah, I would have liked to see that. So, Jake, what about you? Oh, I'd love it. You bet. I'd buy it. I remember I don't do a lot of custom figures, but I remember the one of the first ones I ever did was uh, when episode two trailers came out and they saw that obi-wan was having the full beard that i took a vintage obi-wan and i painted him up to episode two color figures and i was like these are awesome i would love to see some prequel figures done in the uh vintage style i think it'd be great but also i would love to have the unproduced figures too because i mean that's essentially what the alien figures are they're the figures they were going to do but didn't so 
I would love to have the, what was it called? The Epic Continues was the line that was supposed to follow Power of the okay. Force. Yeah, would and we'd have to, to get have... that, that two-seater uh, X-Wing cockpit, uh, two-seat, two-cockpit X-Wing thing too, right? Yeah, you know, we got it. It was called an ARC-170. ARC-170, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we already have the, uh, what was his name? Oh, a- Atha Omega Prime, Atha Prime, you know, whatever. They're supposed mm-hmm. to be the yeah. big villain. They made right. him in the Imperial Sentinel. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah, so I would love to go back and see those type of figures made. And what, Han? Han in, like, the fancy jacket. And Luke in, uh, what, he had, like, a, oh, what was it, like, plating, like, a almost body armor jacket on. Yeah, go ahead and make those. Make the little cockpit that fits in between the... Uh, Falcon the mandibles head. on the Falcon. I'd buy all that up. You bet. They could do the Disco Series 12-inch, too, right? <laughs> I'd be in on that. You know what? If they if they rehashed the uh, uh, vintage 12-inch figures, the original 12-inch figures, it, it, I'd be I'd so be all over those. Isn't yeah. that weird? Isn't yeah. that weird? You you, yeah. you you like some things, you think it's a good idea, and then well, other things that probably would never happen, you'd actually consider. Mm. Okay, I got one that Tom might like here. What if Hasbro did a line of figures on vintage card based on the holiday special? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would love that to make that happen, right? Speaking of you know, how you were kind of uh, talking about earlier, uh, Mickey Mouse knocking on the door, um, <laughs> you know, are they going to put out the holiday special? That's, that's what I want to know. I think they will. I think that'd be great. I mean, but that's always I don't been know. put down by Lucas, and it's not his anymore, you know? I think there's still something with CBS has the production rights or something, but, but you know, if Disney thinks they can make a buck off it, they'll they'll get the rights and put it out. I would think. Right. I mean, they have enough money to make any problems with CBS go away. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so who would buy that, folks? I would. I would. Well, we all you you guys already all have it. I'd buy but, two. Here's the deal, Chris. I actually I doubt they would put it out as its own thing. I bet it would be more of a uh, a special um, feature on a Blu-ray or DVD type of thing. I don't. I think it would be come out at the holiday season. I think it'd be on end caps. I think it would be, <laughs> you know, I don't think it'd be very expensive. I think you know, ten dollars maybe at the most. But I think it would sell. Because if they're going to do that too, I'd like to see them finally release Droids and Ewoks, the complete series. Oh yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Too. I Holiday Disney... special for my childhood is just as important as all of the other OT movies, I right. think. I'm I had such fun with it when I was a kid, but that's me. I would, that's, um, that's Jason too. Yeah. I would, you know, the, what I would would miss though, although I'd love to see it in a good, you know, a good clean print of it. Um, man, I'd miss the commercials. No kidding. <laughs> that, that's what made the that's what made the video so great. No Tobor and no. Uh... Chris, uh, Chris, do you like the uh, like the holiday special? I'm okay with it. I, I like seeing the uh, you know I like seeing the characters I love you know in in scenes that I'm not really that familiar with because I you know I didn't see the holiday special until like many 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 years later. Chris also collects Wookie porn, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, would I buy the holiday special? Absolutely, I would. But I, I don't think, um, you know, you know, if if you're a parent and you're not, and you're into Star Wars, but I mean, who knows about the holiday special these days? You know, unless you're really been collecting for a long time, you're like an old school fan. If you buy, if you're a parent and you're just a Star Wars fan, you grew up with the prequels or the Clone Wars, even 
and you see that on an end cap <laughs> and you buy it and it's from the 70s and, and, and you buy this for your kids, I don't think the kids would enjoy that at all. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I don't think they'll make a good product nowadays. Well, so, and maybe I take you back to the seventy Star Wars edition. They have Donnie Marie on there too, and whatever, all those other Star Wars specials. With, <laughs> Disc all those tie-ins. That's so, yeah. You know, I can see it as a bonus feature, like 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 Ryan said, you know, as a you know bonus on a Blu-ray or something. I I, I think the way Disney operates, they they would want to cash in on it. But they also protect their properties, and that is not a good representation of the Star Wars property. I think it is. I do too. <laughs> well, I do. I, I just don't understand why people hate it so much. It's so ridiculous. But you know, uh, I don't like it the is, prequel. Though I don't like the prequel, so go figure. You know, it's it's cheesy. It's it's not that well done, but it's a product of the '70s. That's what holiday specials were like in the '70s. You know, it's not. It's not like it, because it has the original actors. I think that's why people really get down on it because it has the original actors, and you know most of them are drunk, and um, <laughs> <laughs> or on and other it, substances. Yeah, and it's just so over the top cheesy that I think a lot of people take it well. Just doesn't fit with the movies I love or whatever. And I don't think it was. I it, don't think it was meant it to be cheesy though, Ryan. I think I think like I said in one of my videos that I grew up StarWars.com. I think it follows a uh, what the hell is it called? Um, exactly. <laughs> Jesus, I just had a blackout. Um, it it sure. follows a variety show uh, format. Yes. Yeah. So you've got this going on, and then we go to another thing, and then we go to another thing, and it's just it's just pure cheesy camp entertainment. It's like it's like Star Wars meets the Gong Show is what it is, and. Nope. That is 70s gold. You know, I've often wondered, you know, how did George Lucas let this thing get by? But it, it did sound to me like it really was to keep awareness of the brand alive and help sell toys. Which yeah, is well, there were toys that tied in with. Well, they were. I think they were going to try to tie some. Hey, toys Lumpy in. had an X-wing. Right, and they were going to. You know, there are some prototypes for the uh, Wookiee family. Yeah, the Wookiee family. That's right. All the main characters, you know, all the toys that were out, I think all the, there were 12 figures out at the time, and I think of those 12, the only character not in the holiday special was probably the sand person. I think all the other characters showed. And Jawa, Jawa, too. There was no Jawa. Right, no Jawa. But I think all of the rest of them actually were in the holiday special at some point. Wait, there might have been a Jawa in the cantina. Uh, yeah, there was. There were a bunch of Jawas in the cantina. Yeah. Guys, I'm just uh, I'm just elated that I could crowbar a little vintage into this uh, discussion. So <laughs> don't worry, it all get cut. One, it's one for me. Yeah. <laughs> just a couple of weeks ago, I saw this YouTube interview with uh, Carrie Fisher, and she just somehow somebody talked to her about the holiday special, and she had mentioned that she that's one of the things that she always puts on every holiday when because apparently she throws a big party and invites a lot of people. During the, the Christmas season, mm -hmm. and one things that one thing that she always puts on TV for everybody is the holiday special. That's right? cool. Yeah. This is me drugged out and singing. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna actually um, do our own do our own holiday special in November. So for all you listeners out there, keep keep an eye out for that one on your uh, iTunes feed. <laughs> Darn it's right. Debut on Life Day. <laughs> of course it is. Of course. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we've kind of. Uh, come to an end of the discussion for tonight. All right, so I'd like to thank my co-host tonight, Tom from I Grew Up Star Wars. Thanks, guys. It was a pleasure. Go visit IGrewUpStarWars.com and our Facebook group. Lots of fun. 
Thanks. And from JediBusiness.com, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. And don't forget to check out Jedi Business if you need to look up some Star Wars figures. All right. And our good friend, Ryan. Uh, thank you for having me once again. Always a pleasure. All right. And, uh, and as usual, you're keeping the Facebook page pumping. Yeah, I've got some uh, more pictures. Like uh, I finished Coruscant, but I don't have that uh, posted yet. Mm-hmm. And I've got a whole new rack I just built for my Tatooine and Hoth stuff. So that's coming. Good job on those, Ryan. Thanks. And uh, a thank to our special guest co-host tonight, Jake, uh, from Four Lom Tezuckus. Yeah, thanks for having me. Look forward to always coming back and talking with you guys. And check out from Four Lom Tezuckus at fourlomkiss.com. And uh, give us a like on our Facebook page if you uh, want anything to do with three and three quarters. That's what we're all about. All right. And remember, you can contact us at... Uh, galaxyoftoys at gmail.com you can find us on facebook facebook.com slash galaxyoftoys you can follow us on twitter at galaxyoftoys make sure to look for our episodes on itunes uh, stitcher smart radio or our podbean page just go to podbean.com and search galaxy of toys and remember if you happen to subscribe to us on itunes leave us a review it helps other people find our podcast and keeps us more uh, more visible to the podcasting community with that my name is jason and as usual good night but not goodbye just one more round friend and a homeward bound friend Don't forget me in your dreams Just one more song, friend And then so long, friend The nights get shorter, it seems Just one more rhyme, friend Yes, it's a crime, friend But you know time, friend can fly so it's good night friend good night but not goodbye anybody get any updates during this podcast did we get a big drop breaking news announcement yeah, I know. I, I was hesitant to uh, talk about the Palpatine thing on the show because it could fall through, or I don't even oh, yeah, know how totally. much I want to talk about casting. Like, guys, do you think that's something we should mention? Like, if they say Ian McDermott's confirmed, is that something we should talk about? Or what do you I don't see why it? not. If it's an actor confirmed, I mean, yeah. I don't. I, that's not a spoiler it's because not, he's going to okay. be on the cover of magazines. It's going to be yeah. on, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's not like someone uncovered a secret. You know, it's like if they announce he's going to be in it, he's going to be in it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's fair games. I think uh, you know a lot of websites are having that discussion right now on what to spoil and what's not. And I think if it's a general news break like that, you don't have to worry about it. Be kind of cool though if he comes back. Then it means we already have episode seven figures at home, clone emperor. And... I kind of right. don't want the emperor to come back. I might be alone on that. <coughs> well, I, I kind of agree with Vader you. I'm with you, I Jason. Think it's kind of a, a dumb bring back, I, whole, I, unless whole... it's like as a force ghost or something. It's. I mean, the glory of, of Return of the Jedi is that Vader, you know, defeats the Emperor. And is redeemed, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Vader and the Emperor, I don't think, should be in there at all. Unless it's like somebody, some new uh, Dark Lord who's using similar armor to Vader or something to, to yeah. create 
a problem, but it's not actually Darth Vader. Maybe what, what's really going to happen is Ian McDermott's going to come back for one of the spin-off movies that takes place somewhere else in the timeline. That would okay make with more that. sense. I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Not sure what I think. We'll see. We could do the Darth Plagueis book, right? Looking yeah. forward to that yeah. Obi-Wan book myself, to be honest with you. Oh, my. Oh, that's so just a couple I. weeks, yeah. 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 I don't know. I think I'd rather... Uh, you know, I think Emperor makes more sense in Vader because George Lucas said multiple times that the the saga so far, one through six, is Vader's story. Mm. Right. So I don't want to see Vader come back because it's not his story anymore. I think... It would make sense if we had the clone, if he liked that idea. Remember, it's George's idea, too. So people keep, I already see people going, I hope Disney doesn't do that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's not really Disney. It's it's George. So if you didn't like the prequels, there's a good chance you won't like the sequels, Tom. Well, it's, well there you go. There's yeah, George's I'm, ideas, I'm in for but it. Don't, doesn't mean they have to go with them, either. Uh, well, they I, paid $4.2 billion. I'm sure they're going to put some credit in them. Well, yeah, but, I mean, they could go and do their own thing, too, so... I don't know. I'd rather not see the Emperor at all. I mean, kind right. of the, you look at the the first six movies as well as it being, you know, Vader's story. It's also, the, you know, you see the Emperor rise and then fall and he's gone. And if you bring him back, it really takes away a lot from the end of Return of the Jedi. I totally agree. Yeah. Well, have, haven't they done a really good job of taking away from with the fucking sequels? <laughs> oh, maybe he's going to film... Shots to be inserted into a new Hope special special edition. Oh, <laughs> I, think, I don't think they're monkeying around with that stuff anymore. I think uh, they're done monkeying around with yep. that. One of the first rumors that came out was right after the Lucas deal was done with Disney. The first rumor that I heard was that there's going to be a Darth Vader spinoff movie. Because uh, Darth, Darth Vader being the most and, recognizable villain of all time. And that, and, and that would be cool. And I think that would be a reason to bring Ian McDermott back to do right. something like that. Right. Jedi Purge, right there is the mm-hmm. storyline. There you go. That would be so awesome. That's what I wanted, you know, when they first announced the prequel trilogy, I wanted Episode 1 to basically have been what Episode 2 was. And Episode 2 would be ba- Episode 3, and Episode 3 would be Vader hunting down and killing the Jedi. That's what I wanted. I didn't like Episode 2, so I didn't want Episode 2 to be Episode anything. I just mean the basic storyline, not necessarily right. everything that happened I- but Anakin's begin to fall. You know, you yeah. see him as a young Jedi. Right. He, he's with Obi Wan and everything, and you see him begin to fall. And in, th- in, in the next movie, he falls. And that third movie, he is just out destroying everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I didn't need kid Anakin. That was dumb. I agree. Hello, Fano, Fatamfa. <laughs> um. <laughs> now it's good night, friend. What? Good night, friend. Good night, but not...